Welcome to the Open Adoption Project. We're the Nelsons. I'm Lynette. And I'm Sean. Before we jump in, I have to tell you a really funny story that happened at work the other day. So as part of my responsibilities, I get to do interviews pretty frequently at work. And when I was running the interview, I introduced myself and said, Hi, I'm Sean. And I'm Lynette. Because apparently we've been working on this podcast a lot that that phrase has been stuck in my mind so much that just automatically came out of my mouth. And then I had to explain to the applicant why I would say that, that I'm you're both Lynette. Sean and Lynette. <laughs> anyway. That's awkward. We are Sean and Lynette, and we're happy to be with you. In this episode, we're going to be sharing an interview. We love interview episodes. I feel like a broken record. We're always talking about our interviews and how much we love them. But we do. We're really excited for you guys to hear this one today. Today we're talking to Nicole, a birth mother who placed her daughter for adoption about 22 years ago. She'll share her story and what her relationship looks like with her daughter today. And a little bit about Nicole to start off. Nicole loves yoga and working out in her spare time, but she says that mostly she looks forward to Sundays, her day off, so that she can spend time with her husband and her kids. She lives in Chicago, Illinois with her husband and two children, and she visits often with her oldest child, who she placed for adoption. She's an amazing mother, and she has a great story. We're really looking forward to sharing it with you. At the end of the episode, we'll also share this information, but she's on Instagram at the birth mother story. If you want to follow her, she is wonderful. We'll also put that in the show notes. All right, so we are here with Nicole, and we are really excited to hear from her. Nicole, first off, can you share a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I am a birth mother, um, new to the community, this beautiful community of adoption, right? Kind of like sharing my story, I guess, is the new thing. I was very hush-hush about it for many, many years, so this is a very therapeutic session for me to kind of be here with you guys and just like kind of be open about everything. That's awesome. That's so great. Thank you. Yeah. Tell us your, your journey in adoption. Where did it start? <sighs> and just help us understand your experience. So I was a very young mom. I was 15. It was my very first love first boyfriend infatuation, you know, lust, love, the whole thing. And we made a little bit of a mistake, a blessing in disguise. I found out I was pregnant at 15 and freaked out, but ultimately chose adoption. It was the best thing for my situation. Once I chose adoption, I like never looked back. It was just, that's what I was doing. After you placed, you said that it's been kind of this part of your life that you haven't really shared very much, mm -hmm. but tell us maybe some of the feelings that you've had in the time that you haven't really talked about it with people, but what have your kind of emotions and feelings been along the way? And then, yeah, let, we can start with that. Okay. So I feel, you know, at such a young age, it's very confusing to start with, you know, I think as I was so young, like looking back, I'm like, I can't even believe that I made the decision I made at such a young age. I guess I'll start with, I went through an adoption agency. So I had a counselor that kind of like guided me through it, which made it a little bit 
better because I could talk to her about my emotions and my parents weren't there and she kind of helped me figure things out. So she really, really helped me float through all that because it all seems like a blur, right? For me, because it was very traumatic experience for me. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, like this is my only choice. Like I have to do this. This was like, I made a conscious decision that this is what I wanted. I wanted my baby to have a better life. So it was very like gut-wrenching and hard and emotional and... um, I, I felt very guilty and ashamed and, um, and because I, I like, I pulled myself out of school. My parents pulled me out of school because when you're 15, you don't really show. I was like, didn't get, didn't gain a lot of weight. I did not have a lot of prenatal care because I didn't tell my mom right away. I feel like a lot of my battle was the shame. I felt that I made this humongous mess, right. For my family, for myself. And then now for this little human being that had no choice. So um, it was it was a really tough time as a young girl. And I, you know, my my purpose and even like talking about this with you guys is to hopefully like help somebody that might be in my situation, and so that they know they're not alone, and that they adoption is such a beautiful decision, even though it feels so hard while you're doing it you know how they say history repeats itself. My mom actually had me really young and I never had a relationship with my biological father. So I, my, my, who I call dad adopted me. So I kind of know it from both. I, I get it from the birth mother side and the adopted child side. Like I, so I had all these emotions going through it. You know, it's like, just such a roller coaster, but in the, you come out on top in the end, right? It's, it, it can be such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So you said, you told us a little bit about like your initial thoughts when you found out you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your family or your mom's reaction when you told her or your friends that knew. I did not tell a lot of friends. Um, I, I went to my mom immediately. Um, I actually had one friend that drove me to uh, a non-for-profit center to actually get a pregnancy test to know for sure. Um, I had an ultrasound too and like heard a heartbeat and I was kind of a little more further along at that point. So I didn't have a ton of choices really, to be completely honest with you. So once I found that out, I went back, I told my mom. um, And of course that was a very, very, hard thing for a mother to hear about her 15 year old daughter. Um, cause we all say we're not doing the deed, but we are. <laughs> and, um, we immediately told my dad and my dad was like, well, what are we going to do? And I just was like, I, I, I want to give her up for adoption. That was like my only choice. Really. I came from a family of four kids. So my dad worked his butt off and we didn't have a lot of money. So my parents didn't even offer to keep her. I didn't even have my driver's license. Like I could, didn't have a job, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't take care of a baby. So, um, then my mom made all the hard phone calls, called the adoption agency, did all the doctor appointments. I went to the adoption agency. I looked through profiles of parents, prospective parents. And, um, I, I, I literally knew immediately when I saw, Jeff and Sharon are their names. When I saw Jeff and Sharon, 
I knew immediately that they were the parents for my child. It was like immediate for me personally. So what was the hospital experience like for you? It was sad. It was very sad for me. Um, Going through the adoption agency that I went through. So Amanda is my daughter. Her parents that were adopting her, Jeff and Sharon, basically gave me three days in the hospital. In, in, In our state, in Illinois, that's the law too. But we had already, it was already set you know, that they were going to have her. So they didn't even really ask to come. I said, Hey, if you guys want to come to the hospital, you're more than welcome. They decided to just let me have that time because they knew how much I was struggling, which now looking back, I was like, thank God I had that time with her. I have so many pictures. I have stuffed animals. I have, I just have those special little moments. So it was sad, but I'm just thankful that I had that time. What advice would you give to expectant mothers who are planning on placing a baby who are going to go through that same hospital situation? What advice would you give them for the hospital? Literally document every moment you can. I know now, I mean, I gave birth in, she's 22. So what was that? Like 1998 or 99. (gasps) So we didn't have like a ton of like cell phone usage or anything like that. So I literally had like the old, like, Kodak click cameras. I just, we took, my mom was there. She took a ton of pictures of me and Amanda. And, um, I changed all the diapers I could change. I did all the feedings I could do. I stayed up all night. I like just slept with her in my arms and made sure the nurses would come in every 15 minutes and check on me and just soak it up all the smell, the baby smells and the kisses and the snuggles and the hugs. And that was the best. Awesome. I love that. Loving on babies is the sweetest. And I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure that experience for you together helped some mm-hmm. bonding happen that you needed to happen. Yeah, you know, I think as a birth mom, it's like you you struggle with, okay, I'm giving up my flesh and blood, right? And are they gonna remember me? Like, is is this gonna traumatize them for the rest of their life? what am I, what am I doing? You have these thoughts, right? These racing, racing thoughts as you have this baby in front of you. But then I think I really had to dig deep and think, Nicole, what do you, what's your purpose? What is this really about? And once you realize it's for a better life for your child, you just do it. Do you have any advice for adoptive parents during the hospital time? Oh, I feel so, I felt so bad, you know, that they, in my experience, weren't with me because it is such a magical time, but gosh, just pray and thank God that you have this beautiful life coming into yours and sleep (laughs) (laughs) because the second the baby comes home, you won't get any. (laughs) And, um, I just, I feel like we were all just so thankful. We were all like thanking God that we were in this beautiful situation and that that was it. I think that's some great advice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard to say, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. It's from both sides. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great advice. All right. So how did you know that your child's adoptive family was the right one? Oh, this is a good one. Um, which I have a crazy, I have such a crazy story. 
Um, so, I, you know, when you go to an adoption agency, they would get at that time, it wasn't digital. It was like actual like files. So I would like flip through the files and I was looking at photos and they wrote like an essay. And I, I appreciated that so much. They wrote about their marriage, what they did to better their marriage. They told me that they um, helped out at church. They volunteered. They were outdoorsy, which was not how I am at all. <laughs> so it was like, oh, that's cool. Like they'll take her camping and she'll go fishing and she'll go hiking. And I really liked, they actually had adopted prior. So she has an older brother that's adopted. I really, that really was huge for me because I felt like she would have somebody to talk to. They also had dark hair and I have dark hair. So I didn't want her to feel like she stuck out like a sore thumb. And they just looked happy. They were smiling and they were joyful in their photos. And I took one look at it and I was like, that's them. Yeah, we, we did an interview with our daughter's birth mother uh, a little while ago. And she had very similar thought. Like, I just looked and I knew. Mm-hmm. And that it's, yeah, kind of written in the stars meant to be. Type. Yeah. Of connection. You know, I listened to one and that was such a beautiful story. Oh my gosh. I, I love what you're sharing, by the way. It's so it's so perfect. Oh my gosh. Thanks. I hope it's, I hope it's good. This one might make you a little bit more vulnerable, but what have you struggled with since placement and what do you wish others knew or understood? Oh man, that's such a tough question. Personally, I feel that the stress and kind of, I don't want to say trauma because I've worked through it, but giving up a child is kind of traumatic, really has shaped um, the rest of my relationships in my life. So as a birth mom, you kind of feel like you don't want to get too close because you could lose that person. Um, I've had many, many years of like counseling and trying to kind of work through that. Um, even in my marriage now, it's hard sometimes to just com- be completely vulnerable. Like you said, uh, giving control over to somebody else with your child, that's like a hard, hard thing. Like, are they going to raise them with morals and values and what's important to them versus what's important to me? That's kind of huge. I don't know. There's so many ups and downs through the years. It's like, I, I still have ups and downs with my daughter, even though it's an open adoption. So so many things. Can you share what your relationship with your daughter looks like and how it's evolved over time? Yes. Um, when I gave her up, I had the mindset as a birth mother to allow her adoptive parents to reach out to me when they were ready because I didn't want to be intrusive on her life. Like those are her parents. Now she needs to be with them. So in the beginning, we did everything through the agency, like any letters, pictures, it would go to the agency, then the agency would send it to us and we would get photos and letters. After a while, when we would like meet once or twice a year in person, me and my mom would just be like hanging out with her adoptive parents. And one day I was like, oh yeah, I live here. And they're like, oh yeah, we live here. And we just exchanged addresses and it was like nothing. So we, then we started like directly mailing things to each other. I started seeing her once or twice a year. And then once she got into high school, she kind of distanced herself a little bit. She did her own thing. And I was totally okay with that. Like I let, she needed that. Right. 
And then about three or four years ago, her adoptive dad actually passed away, I think, losing another parent. Um, and through that time, um, I had just had my second baby. He was only like eight months old. Um, I was married at that time and she knew all that, um, but never really came around. She distanced herself. After her dad passed away, she started coming around a lot more and our relationship got a lot stronger. And my current husband, um, has really stepped up and just like loves her as his own. And my kids, it's like their sister. And it's never been like a secret in my adult life. You know, everybody just loves Amanda comes to Christmas and she comes to all the things now. So it's really, yeah, it's become like just a normal thing for us. And I I love her. I mean, she's amazing. So you get to see each other pretty frequently now. Yeah. Like I was like, Hey, can you come babysit on Sunday? Like me and Scott want to go out to dinner. She's like, sure. I can't wait to see the boys. Like it just, it's, it's weirdly normal. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. So you mentioned there was this kind of time in high school where she distanced herself just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Was it Mm -hmm. the, was it the passing away of her father that made that connection kind of come back or were there other things that led to that? I. I don't want to answer it for her. I feel like when her dad passed away, it was almost like a part of her, another part of her went missing and like her parents together filled that, oh my gosh, I'm adopted. I'm missing something. And then when one of that piece was gone, that pieces of that puzzle was gone. I kind of came in and filled that back for her. If that makes any sense at all. I know it's kind of crazy, but Adoption has so many twists and turns in it. And it's hard to explain to people that don't like walk the walk. Um, And I think Amanda has like ebbed and flowed with me. Like there's times where she's really, really angry. And then there's times where it's like, she's okay. Love you. Bye. I'll see you later. You know? Um, And that's okay. Like I'm here for all of it, whatever it is, I'm here. And so it's her mom. That's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I love how you prefaced that too. Like we can't really tell somebody else's story, but I think the way that, at least from your perspective, that's how it's happened mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. I love also the description of so many twists and turns. And unless people kind of have walked the walk, it can be really hard to comprehend. It's so unique. Open adoption is so, so unique. And that's why I I decided to finally like be open about it because I, um, me and actually Amanda's adoptive mom went through our adoption agency and like spoke on a panel to parents in person who were waiting to adopt and didn't want to do open adoption. So I was kind of there to like tell them like how amazing it was. Um, and then I've reached out to like local high schools and just to like try to help people and you either have to be certified or, you have to have some sort of license. And I'm like, you know what? Why, why don't I just talk about it op- openly on Instagram? Like that's the best way to reach a ton of people. And then literally it was like a godsend. You guys were like, bing. And it just like worked <laughs> out. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. We're glad that our paths, our, our paths have crossed. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like you make a decision with your whole heart, like adoption. And the craziest things happen. We found out 
after Amanda was adopted, when she was five, my mom, my mom, so Amanda's grandmother and Amanda's adoptive mom are cousins. That's cool. Wow. That is crazy. And we live in Illinois and my mom and her cousin are from Michigan, (laughs) but we all ended up in the same 30 mile radius. That is crazy. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) That's so awesome. It's so, my, I my mom took me out to dinner and she's like, I have to tell you something. You're going to be so mad at me. And I'm like, what? She's like, Amanda's mom, Sharon is actually my cousin. And I'm like, wait, what? That's amazing. That's like a God wink. Like, uh-huh. yes, you yeah. did the right thing. <laughs> you know? I love that. <laughs> yeah. I think, cause I think that, I don't know what your guys' experience was or like how you went through your adoption process, but with the agency when we were doing it I know that they were like grooming the adoptive parents to be act a certain way and I remember Sharon when I told her it was a girl she like lit up and was like and then she kind of had to like take herself back down because they were telling her to try to be indifferent but when I actually went and like met her in person, that's what stood out to me the most yeah. was that she was so excited about having a girl. And I was like, I'm totally making the right decision. Yeah. She's so happy. Yeah. And I think, I think the hope is that agencies are doing a better job of helping people be authentic on both sides. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. Um, it's a hard line to walk. I bet. I, it, it, it so is. It so is. Oh, gauging excitement about it. Like, because, you know, until until birth parents relinquish their rights, like, they they can change their mind at any point, right? It's so true. And you don't want to, yeah, be coerced or whatever. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know, but in most, like, adaptive situations, and I could be wrong, but the ones that I know of, it's like, if the m- mother is somewhat in the right state of mind emotionally I feel like once you make that decision it's very hard to go back on it yeah that's I think that's true it's not a decision that any other is going to make lightly it's right like oh I'm just gonna it's yeah it's a lot of thought and emotions that go into it yeah and you know I think sometimes in media we hear the negative stories more often than the positive and so sometimes those type of stories where someone changes their mind the last minute circulate mm-hmm. more than all of the great adoption stories that are happening. Yeah. Isn't that true of the world? You know, every, everybody wants to hear the negative more than the positive. So stinks. Every situation is different, but what advice would you give to an expectant mom that's considering adoption for her baby? Oh gosh. Um, I would say, even though it feels really, really hard now, it will feel a hundred percent right. Like, the, like you made the right decision in a little while. So give it time. It may feel like torture and gut wrenching and all this heartache, but if you keep focused on why you're doing it in the long term, it all pays off. That's beautiful. And yeah, hindsight is 2020, <laughs> right? For sure. For sure. It's, yeah, that's difficult. So maybe on the flip side of that coin, what what advice would you give to hopeful adoptive couples that are in in the process of waiting or maybe about to adopt? 
I feel that adoption has this weird, like universal timing, like it will happen. And like you, your baby is already meant for you and will find you. It will happen. And just like pray, 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 pray. And I always feel that God in the universe like provides. Waiting is hard, but if you know know you're waiting for your baby, Mm -hmm. then it might make it a little easier. Like you said before, everything has like the right timing. I feel like that is so true with adoption. It's so interesting to me that it feels like there's often this perception of meant to be an adoption and it doesn't matter what religion people are. I feel like even my friends who aren't religious, who are in the adoption world, just feel like this meant to be serendipity. I don't know. It's really interesting. It's different. I 150% agree with you. Like, I think it's so incredible how it always just like works out somehow it always does just how it's yeah yep right yeah i and i have friends too that sometimes will ask like do you ever like wish that things would have worked out differently like have being able to have biological children and now i'm like no way like this is our story and this is how it was meant to be it's the best yeah our kids are our kids and it wouldn't be the same and our lives wouldn't be the same. Our family culture wouldn't be the same. We'd be so different. And I feel like as the birth parent, like playing off what you just said, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't go through the experience that I went through. Life could have been so different in so many ways, but it's not because we did all of us, birth parents, adoptive parents, we did, we did this song and dance and we made these beautiful babies and it doesn't matter how they come to us, but they do. I love that. Well, and then our family just grows so much, right? Like now right. our kids' birth families are part of our family and our family's gotten so big and it's amazing. I, it would be so empty without, yeah, the way it's built is just amazing. Yeah. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like our kids have 16 grandparents that that's like, awesome. They it's all amazing. love and like own them as, as their grandkids. And this village has come together over time and it's just beautiful and sweet. That's so awesome. And that, and that wouldn't be our story and that wouldn't be our situation had things worked out in a different way. It's true. Yeah. You know, Jeff, Amanda's adoptive dad always said like, I always tell Amanda, there's just all these people that love you. There's all these people that love you. Don't ever be upset. It's just more family. It was just like a normal thing for us. It wasn't like, oh, that's your adoptive and that's your birth. It was like, we're just, we all love each other. This is our situation and we're going to make the best of it. I love that so much. Yeah. I'm so used to being on Zoom calls. I want to like put a heart emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Like I loved that comment. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) All right. What questions are you most frequently asked about adoption? Oh my gosh. I, I, that's so hard to say. I feel like people are like, oh my gosh, you had a baby at 15. Like that's the most shocking thing for people. I think in my personal story, like, oh my gosh. And you made that decision at 15. And then 
after the shock and awe wears off, it's like, oh, what does she look like? Oh, where does she, do you see her often? Like people have questions about how the specifics work with open adoption. And then once you tell them, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. How amazing. Yeah, I love that. Sometimes it's like the initial like logistics or little details, but then it kind of opens up to like all the beautiful parts. And I love that we can. And then isn't it crazy once you tell somebody that they're like, oh my gosh, so my uncle was adopted. And then it like, everybody has like a beautiful story. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's hard stories in adoption too, but Mm -hmm. I love that. I, I, I don't know from our perspective, at least getting to hear more often than not, there's just really beautiful things that come out of these connections. Of course. And like before, before the rainbow comes the storm, you know what I mean? Like there's uh, adoption is not like easy at all. I just feel like I've come out on the other side. So by telling my story, hopefully that person that's in like the mud and the dirt and the disgusting part of it right now, or they just are going through a really hard time, like you will make it through. And that process, like that difficult part might last longer than is comfortable. Um, yeah. But I love the analogy too, that, that the rainbows come after the storm. Mm. And there's, yeah, you can find beauty in every situation if you let yourself. For sure. For sure. What do you, so maybe thinking about people that don't know a lot about adoption, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you wish that they understood? I'm talking from just purely like the birth mother standpoint. Cause I, again, I, I can't really talk for everybody else. Cause I was kind of so young. I didn't really think about anybody else. I feel like the one major thing that I felt I had to work really, really hard on in counseling after thank God for my mom, she put me in counseling immediately after was I had to, I don't like disconnect from being a parent. So I was still a mother because I gave birth and I loved this human being, but I was not the parent giving the morals and the values and the structure that you give a child. And that was extremely hard for me because you don't know what your child's going through in that household. You put all of your trust into these people by just reading a profile and meeting them a few times. So yes, you see your child, it's an open adoption, but like, how much do you really see, you know? So for me, that was my, my thing that I wish that I, some, you know, there's a fly on the wall that could tell me, Hey, this is what's going to, it's going to be like, I would have liked to have known that it was, that was like the toughest part for me was like dealing with that. And that brought on all these other feelings and emotions too, you know? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Oh, mm. Such good thoughts. Yeah. I mean, our, I think if we had like an objective for the podcast, mm-hmm. it would be to bless the lives of adoptees by educating the community. And we want to help. Well, yeah, for yeah, sure. We want to help everybody. That's a really yeah. good point though. That's a really amazing point. I mean, everybody in adoption is like hurt in some little way. And I think that that's why we're all here to kind of help ease that pain. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's beautiful too, that 
that hurt that we all have can unite us and we can turn that, you know, really hard, difficult thing into something beautiful. It's so true. Because even if I see an adoptive parent or somebody who's been adopted or a birth mother, it's like we all just hug each other because we know what we've all been through. It's like we have just a different community of people. And it's amazing. I love it. Awesome. Anything else that maybe questions that we didn't ask you or parts of your story that you you would want to share or that you could share that you think would benefit oh people? I know that's like a loaded um, question. It, it totally is. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's so much. It's like, I feel like with adoption, there's like not enough hours in a day. You know, you could go back to like your guys' story or my story or somebody else's story and talk about all these little like side note emotions that happen kind of all around it. Um, I just, I guess my main purpose in being here is I just want that young girl that's out there to know that she's not alone. Cause I felt so alone in my journey in the beginning. I was the only girl in high school that went through it. It was like, I had the scarlet letter on me, you know, and who, if you're out there and you're listening and you hear this, it's just, you're not alone. And if you need somebody, there's people like me that you can come to and talk it out with. That's not your parent or an elder, you know, or a teacher or a classmate or a friend. I'm a hairdresser. I'm a hairdresser. So I'm really good at just like hanging out and talking. Yeah, <laughs> like, why don't we, why don't we meet tomorrow morning and have a cup of coffee and just like hang out and talk about adoption? <laughs> So we know that you're on social media. Where can, where can our yeah. listeners find you on Instagram? Oh. Um, I am the birth mother story on the Instagram. Story. Yes. Okay, we'll put, we'll put a link in our show notes to, awesome. to your Instagram. It's been awesome to talk to you. Your story is incredible. And oh, I'm so thanks. glad that we can stay connected too. Yes. It's yeah. amazing to, Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for yeah, giving us part of your night tonight. And... <laughs> thank you. We really think you are amazing. Yeah. We <laughs> loved hearing from you. Thank yeah. you. Oh, keep, keep, in, keep inspiring the adoption community and sharing. I'm going to try. It's hard. Like, I feel like I started this like little page and I'm like, I don't know if I have enough content. Like I'm trying to little by little help people. I've had people reach out. So we're all doing our thing, right? Yep. That's, That's awesome. right. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Open Adoption Project. We loved hearing Nicole's story. It was really fun to talk with her. She has such a great personality and I think she's going to be a great voice for birth moms all over and, and helping them go through and understand the experience of being a birth mom. Next week, we're going to be back with another interview episode. This time, it's an interview with an adoptee. And as always, we're really excited to share it with you. And so look for that next week. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>